Hello, everybody. I'm Rusty Peace, and this is Rail Splitters on the Mic. Each year, new student-athletes enter Lincoln Memorial University while others graduate in the midst of playing their collegiate careers and building the history of Rail Splitter athletics. Many are merely role players for the programs which they play, but some excel to all conference, all region, and sometimes all American levels. But regardless of accomplishment or status, it's been said that once you're a Rail Splitter, you're always a Rail Splitter. So when I had the privilege to sit down in studio with not one but two Rail Splitters who still remain humble and who remember well where they came from, it was easy to see why Lou Choice and Jarrell Simmons will forever be fondly remembered by LMU fans for their individual and team accomplishments, the championships they won, and the excitement they generated for this 122-year-old university that Rail Splitter faithful follow so closely. Now having moved on to the next phase of their lives, both enjoy professional basketball careers here in the States and overseas but neither has forgotten their roots, the hard work they put in here in Harrogate, or the people who helped them get where they are today. And so that's where we pick up this week's Rail Splitters on the Mic, as I talk with two of LMU's all-time greatest, still in the prime of their lives. First of all, guys, welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> they're, they're about as full of words as they were back then. Guys, you know, it, it just for, for those of us still here from uh, the days when you all played just a few years ago, I mean, it, it just seems like yesterday. And I know that there's got to have been a, a huge jump from uh, the collegiate game and your time as a, a student athlete and a collegiate player to the professional careers that you have now. Uh, first of all, tell us a little bit individually about what you've been doing since you left LMU. Well, this is Lou, and I started after uh, my college career. I was in Germany for two seasons, and now I'm back playing with the D2 team for the TBT. And uh, what what was the difference like for you? I mean, was there a learning curve when you left the Schertz regime and his style of play in the collegiate game, and you go to Germany, and now you're playing with uh, the guys who are kind of the best of the best of the cream of the crop? Uh, the biggest difference playing over in Germany really was just getting used to the physicality. That was just the main difference from D2, well, college to pro. And last year, you know, you, you got the opportunity to play with one of your former teammates. I'm talking about Dorian Pinson, and that had to be kind of a, a treat for you. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. He was the reason we sucked, though. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All the love for his former teammate. Can you feel it? Jarrell, I mean, you're not in Germany, but uh, you've been playing overseas as well. I've been following you on uh, social media, and it uh, looks at times like you've been tearing it up. Yeah, I'm, I've been all over the place since uh, I finished my career here at LMU, but um, it's definitely been a journey, uh, a lot of ups and downs. So, But, you know, it's it's been going good these last couple of years, and um, I look forward to, you know, continuing my professional career and just keep continuing and trying to get better and learn and things like that. But like like Lou said, like the biggest difference for me too was the, you know, the physicality and um, that was, yeah, that's basically the main thing, physicality and just getting used to, um, you know, um, playing with different coaches. It's a little bit more pressure too overseas. As, as opposed to playing here, but that's mainly it. You know, you I, I followed you both from the time you came on campus. I know when Lou was a red shirt, I watched him out there while the team was maybe uh, gone into the locker room for a minute. He was shooting with Curtis Webb, and uh, he was knocking down threes. And I thought, you know, this why is this guy not playing this year? Why is why is he red shirting a year? And then when you came in, I thought you had a very unique story because you know you you were not really highly recruited. You went to Brevard. I think you went there as a walk walk-on, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, you decided you wanted to leave the, the Tornado program, and uh, you talked to Coach Church. You came here, transferred in, sat out a year, and 
kind of worked your way up the ladder to the point where in the final days of the NCAA tournament in 16, you were one of the you were the go-to guy down the stretch. I mean, you were knocking down big shots and ultimately became an All-American. Mm-hmm. It's almost a rags-to-riches story. <laughs> yeah, I guess somewhat, you know, uh, I really I really wasn't focused early on, like, high school and early on in college until, you know, when I came here. I guess when I came here, I credit a lot of it to uh, Omar, a lot for real. You know, he just, like, kept working with me, like, work that my uh, work ethic, you know, just increase, increase, increase over the years. Even now, I still try to increase it more, even try to work on things that I need to work on. So it's just... You know, it's just all the learning process. Seems like it's been since starting. You know, since I started playing basketball. So it's all it's always uh, been like that. You know, uh, or being overlooked and things like that. But I just take it as you know that I that I need to work harder and wherever place I'm at to get where I need to be. Lou, you're a, you're a guy that came in, kind of hit the ground running after that red shirt season. And I know that, you know, in, in watching you play over the years, after that first year, you weren't under anybody's radar. Everybody was looking for you to shoot the ball. They knew what you could do. They knew you could take over a game. And maybe shy of a couple of times, I don't ever remember them shutting you down at all in, in that four-year period. <laughs> <laughs> Just to uh, add to what Jarrell said, uh, I had to get my work ethic up, just like he said, and that's what kind of helped me over the years be a, a better shooter than what I was in high school. So I think Coach Church for that too. Let's go back to that 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 16 game. I'm, when we finish this interview, I'm gonna play you guys some clips that I've got. I don't. I, you might have heard a couple of them, Jarrell. I don't know that Lou's heard them. Let's go back to the Final Four against West Liberty. I mean, probably in 30 years of Colin Ellamy basketball, the single most exciting, unbelievable game that I've ever seen in my life. And, and I, I equated it to two heavyweight fighters just slugging it out. I mean, just blow for blow, throwing haymakers, and right down to the end, a one-point game, we come out on top. I know we didn't get it done that year. We didn't win the national championship, but that's got to be one of the top games that you guys have ever played in, at least in college. Uh, yeah, that, that was about the top <laughs> that I could think of since uh, I've been here. That was a, that, yeah, that was exciting. Definitely an exciting game. Championship was an exciting game too. It was a difficult one, but. It was definitely yeah, it was an exciting game too though, but that was def- yeah that's definitely at the top for me at least. So how did you guys come together? Th- this uh, venture that you're taking, uh, you're, I think you're playing in a tournament this weekend up in Lexington. How did you guys come together for that? Uh, Omar and Coach Grant. That's how we really came together. They recruited all of us so. Now, now, Coach Grant is that uh, he's the coach, assistant coach for uh, Queens. for Queens. Yeah. How's it to play for almost the enemy? <laughs> Honestly, I thought it would be kind of awkward playing with some of the players and the coach, but they are pretty cool, so mm-hmm. it's a cool experience. Have you run into guys on the professional level maybe or in this type play that you played against in college? I played Sigurd Bonifant, the guy we played in the Final Four. I played him in uh, Germany the past two seasons. You, Jarrell, any, any, mm-hmm. anybody that you've uh, run across maybe in your four-year career as a collegiate athlete? No, I haven't. So at some point, it's got to be in the back of your mind down the road when maybe it's time to hang up the basketball career. What's Jarrell Simmons going to do? What's Luquan Choice going to do? What do you all want to do? Well, when my boy Jeremiah Simmons Riffers get a head coaching job, I'm going to be assistant coach. What's the key? I guess the key word in that phrase is win. Yeah. Okay. All right. So when he gets that head job, Jarrell. Um, for me, at first, at first, I I was I um, wanted to be a homicide detective, but 
lately, I don't know, I've been leaning against that, but I'm not sure. If I actually, if I um, finish before I'm 35, I'll probably join the military for real. Correct me if I'm wrong, but your mother has a, a background in law enforcement. Is that right? Something yeah. Like, is that how you maybe have the desire to, to get into the detective scene? Probably, though. I, I say probably some of it's from that. Yeah, and I've did, like, internships and things like that, so. And with all the the turmoil going on throughout the world, mm-hmm. why why even consider going into the military at that point? You know, there's a lot of guys going into that. I mean, it, it creates a great future if mm-hmm. you go through and they pay for certain things and then it paves the road for something else down the road. But, man, a lot of those guys go in with a target on their back when, yeah. they, when they're distributed to other countries. Yeah, that is true. You know, right now, like, I'm, as I'm sitting down, I can say, you know, it wouldn't be a problem. Sure, like, I might be terrified if I join or whatever, but I don't know. I just, um, it's just a career that that I seem like I that's just interesting to me and that 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 I would want to challenge myself and you know take on for myself. Lou, going back to your college career here and uh, as a student, not necessarily an athlete, but uh, let's say as a student athlete, is there anything that you would change? Is there anything that you would have done different? Mm, no, nah, I'm pretty happy with how everything went while I was in college, so I wouldn't really change nothing. Nothing at all? Mm-hmm. Jarrell, same question for you. I would have definitely changed my uh, eating habits because uh, I ate anything. How you going to say that to me? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I mean, <laughs> nah, I said, <laughs> but... <laughs> Just I learned to change that like since I've been playing the last couple of years. So I, I definitely would have would have changed that though when I was back here playing. When you were playing for Coach Shirts, I mean there were probably days when you're out there on the court and he's running seventeens on you guys. He's he's going through the boot camp, the grueling workouts, and you you probably scratching your head at that time. Is this all worth it? Looking back on it now, where you are, where it helped you get to. What effect, in your mind, did his influence have on your careers? Well, I think for my my career, it was just pushed me into working harder because that was my big thing in high school. Is why I didn't really get recruited highly because people said I didn't have a motor. So, but once I got here, it kind of helped me become a better uh, worker. Yeah, that as well as um, he definitely instilled like confidence, a high level of confidence in me. And um, definitely gave me a lot of chances, you know. Um, even coming from Bavard, you know, you had to take a chance to pick me to come come here from there. So definitely, definitely thankful for the position I was put in. Well, I know Jarrell with you uh, again. You're just just a, an amazing story all the way around, and the the progress that I watched you make from the time you came in the door to the time you left is just amazing. I mean, it is a story in and of itself. Lou, for you coming from Lawrence, South Carolina, for coaches to say, maybe high school coaches or college coaches saying that you didn't necessarily have a motor, I can think of several schools between here and Lawrence that probably wish that they hadn't made that mistake right now because uh, you made them pay for it for a long, long time. And watching you out there on the floor, you know, Josh Church said from the time you were a freshman, it wasn't necessarily just your shooting or your offensive ability. It was the little intangibles that you did, the, the passing, maybe the defensive effort, because that was something you didn't always get credit for was your defensive effort and we all know how Josh Schertz prides his teams on defense if you don't play defense you're not going to play yeah that's true that's what once I got here I wasn't too good at defense but uh, working with Lorenzo Ross he helped me with my defense whole 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 new crop of guys coming in I'm going to cut you right there whole new crop of guys coming in you probably know very few of them if you had words of wisdom for the freshmen or the newcomers coming into this class playing for Josh Shirts what would they be 
buy into what coach say and trust him. Yeah, definitely that. And definitely don't try to wait until, you know, your junior year or sophomore year or after you see somebody, you know, maybe get kicked off the team or things like that to go hard. Like, just start from the beginning. Like, start from you right when you come in here. Just go your hardest, you know, put in the extra work and get to where you need to be if you do that. Well, guys, I, again, I know your time's short today. I want to wish you the best of luck this weekend and the tournament you're playing in. But I will say, again, uh, having been around LMU basketball for uh, four decades as a, as a kid and so forth, uh, you are definitely two of the best that's ever worn the blue and gray. And you are destined, without a doubt, for the LMU Athletes Hall of Fame at some point. So, again, congratulations on great careers, both collegiately and professionally. Best of luck this weekend. It's good to have you back. Hey, you want to talk about that one-on-one I smacked hey, you in last hey. time we played? <laughs> You knew it was coming. Somebody's going to get a shot in. Guys, thanks. This past weekend, both played intricate roles for Team D2 in the TBT Regional Tournament in Lexington. And although they didn't win the event, winning the first game and losing the second, both will be looking to continue their love affair with the game of basketball wherever the next road leads them, with their heads held high and knowing they come from a strong pedigree as rail splitters. For Rail Splitters on the Mic, I'm Rusty Peace. Thanks for joining us.